and welcome to the second quarterfinal of the 2024 Talking Out of Slot World Cup of Slot Cars, um, or the Bracket Challenge, if you are American. Um, so, we are trying to go from 16 current manufacturers, none of your Ninkos, none of your print cars, none of your auto arts or any others that have ceased to function as slot car manufacturers. These are ones who are trading right now, right this minute. Um, and we're discussing their merits and demerits and trying to get through to a overall sort of best brand for a combination of factors. It could be price, it could be accessibility, it could be how nice the cars look, it could be how nicely the cars drive on the track. Odd thing when you don't touch them, but it's a factor. <laughs> um, so... We've just seen Slotted go through to the semi-final stage, and now we have a quarter-final matchup between Scott, Avance Slot, and Skeletric, as in mm. the UK Skeletric. So, you know, creators of the whole thing. I think we can safely see. Um, now, uh, usual format is a sort of launch forth and sort of try and give the you see the good points and maybe the bad points and if it emerges that one or other of us have got an obvious favorite we try and uh, counteract that a little bit um so i'm going to leap forward for skeletric because <laughs> i don't want to be in the position of having to do it the other way around <laughs> so, so skeletric um invented it still going trials and turbulations uh but they still still there Huge number of models released every year. Um, everything from sort of sci-fi classics like you know Thunderbirds and Batman and whatever vehicles, through to you know movie classics like Blues Brothers, through current Formula One cars, old Formula One cars, uh, Le Mans cars, some rally cars, classics as well as modern uh, track system. Possibly the weak spot, maybe the track system, because it's you know the dimensions of it are to the old original size, um, but it's there. Um, they've got a digital system. Uh, there's kind of everything, you know. You can. It's what we all grew up with. You can still you buy a Skeletric set as I did at New Year, um, and you know, everything's in the box. You unpack it and you go and play, and your lifetime's addiction to slot cars is born. Um, Downsides, not always running as well as they might. They're not meant to, they're toys. But some run better than others, and that's getting better. Um, accuracy on liveries, colours, sometimes maybe a little bit suspect, but maybe no, no more than anybody else. Um, so, no, I think, I think you're a toy maker, but cover a lot of ground and do it in general very well. Yeah, um, I think the breadth of what Skeletric Strip does and its attempts to reach certainly the North American and Australian Oceania markets um, is commendable. I don't see anyone else rushing to do Aussie V8s, whether period ones or, or contemporary. Um, certainly there's always an eye in terms of um, muscle cars, um, which are, you know, they're global, aren't they? If you watch cool movies, there's always a muscle car. Um, they always have a race history. There's always opportunity to churn some out. Um, 
we see modern Formula One cars just hitting the shelves. Okay, they're 2022 models, um, but that's the world we live in when it comes to Formula One licensing these days. Um, I would still much rather have a model of a 2022 slot car or a 2022 real car as a slot car than a generic F1 um, fantasy car, fantasy livery. No, um, you know, if you don't engage with um, the F1 rights holders and choose to do your own thing, well, that's, you know, OK, fine. It's a solution for some people, but no, I'd rather have a model of a real car. Thank you very much. So props to Scale Electric for bringing out something um, contemporary. Um, there have been issues over the years, of course. Um, I think that the philosophy of going for full interiors, which is just baggage that you carry around with you on the track, um, hurt them. I think the lack of front axle play and the sort of focus on being a competitor to die-cast manufacturers and building cars that are not necessarily intended to ever see the track um, and sort of put the focus on them being how they look on the shelf um, or if they do go on the track, then how well the magnet sits uh, over the rails rather than how the cars perform in themselves because the best way to tune a magnet car is to take the magnet out, get the car working brilliantly without the magnet and then stick the magnet back in and it's really quick um but yeah and, and the shape of the mark three ford capri obviously still rankles um <laughs> with how wrong it is but let it go let let it go nick let it go <laughs> it was the one chance we had the one chance us capri lovers had. <laughs> and uh it got blown to smithereens but um then we've got the more recent stuff tray interiors all the jazzy interiors gone in line, uh, Euro standard hubs, uh, so you can fit competitive rubber on it if you want to. The brand team understands what slotters want beyond, you know, basic race sets and cars that only run on proprietary track. They're not quite there yet. Um, there's still a lot of things that, you know, you cannot simply put a scale electric car on wood or another manufacturer's track and expect it to run nicely every time but um they are the gateway brand and you know we owe our enthusiasm for this hobby certainly in the english-speaking world to having been given a scale extra set at some point okay well i, mean, I think you could lay some claim globally couldn't you because you know the various offshoots you know in spain and elsewhere have, have all had the roots in what came out of uh originally um so obviously the home team we're british we're bound to be a bit but for those overseas listening, that, that actually, I think we are also Skeletric's harshest critic. Um, I think we, I certainly hold them to probably a higher standard than I would I if they were. I didn't see any Spanish forums noticing that <laughs> Per Eklund's name was spelt wrong on the 6R4. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there's that, but I think I think we do. There's an expectation of, come on, you know, get you can you can do it. Um, so Avant Slot, obviously, very different scale. Uh, they make cars; they don't make anything else. Uh, oh well, they make vehicles because obviously they make trucks and vans and stuff. But what I mean is, they don't make track and things. Yeah. Um, now, uh, given that I wax lyrical first about that, do you want okay. to wax lyrical about Avant Slot? Yeah, I can. Um... They have quirks in terms of their engineering. 
but when you <coughs> do a little bit of mild fettling of gear alignment or whatever it might be that isn't quite right coming out of the box, you've got little rocket ships there. Um, they've got a range of motors which are by and large long cans, go give plenty of torque. They've got some with mad revs, but usually they, they stick to around the 20,000 RPM mark, so the same as a standard motor, but obviously a lot more torque with a long can. Um, they're designed for people that want to race them, and that is true of their LMPs, their rally cars, their Dakar cars. Um, there will be a touring car coming out, a British touring car of the Mitsubishi Galant. So, um, you know, there's there's a fairly wide range. It's nothing like the scale electric range in terms of depth, but um, they are very satisfying things to drive on a variety of tracks. So uh, there's a obviously a bit of a price difference. They're more towards 80 quid these days um, because the lower volume higher costs because they're made domestically i think in spain rather than shunted out to china to be built I, i'm not sure of that i don't know could be um so yeah i mean there's there's a just a whole different modus operandi can i though even though i like avant slot i've got several um can i say that they are a more deserving semi-finalist than scalextric who did they beat in the first round? That got us some flack, didn't it? Was it NSR? Thunderslot. Thunderslot. Well, same difference. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, To be honest, I don't see them getting through Pascal Electric. Okay. Uh, well, I had a little bit of a glitch there because you froze and went quiet, so I don't know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> not to build the t- not to build the tension, but it was a kind of crucial moment. Where well, he I said I um, I personally don't see Avant Slot with a fairly niche business model um, mm-hmm. outdoing the Gateway brand to the hobby for many parts of the world. I I I think your conclusion I completely agree with. I think uh, a final honourable mention to see the fact that Avant Slot are doing. The unusual stuff as well. So uh, the rally vans, you know, they've done that set with the Quattro. Uh, they did the ones with the Manta, I think, wasn't it? Where you yeah, the Chevy the, van the GM with the Manta van. and the Transit with the Volks. Yeah. So and um, so I think those are you know that's definitely interesting and welcome, but uh, but it's it's probably not enough to tip the balance in this particular pairing up. I guess you know in other circumstances that we were we're trying to look at it in the round, as it were. Um, so uh, that means it's uh, Skeletric go through to the semi-finals, and um, who will they meet? Well, we'll find out because that that will be the the result of quarter-final four. Uh, so we will have to keep listening and watching to find out who that would be. So see you again soon. <laughs>